Um, with that, um, not necessarily, how does the, the grain um, sector link to rural land values, but how are things travelling? Oh, it seems to me that, um, that wheat and canola prices especially um, are looking really strong. Uh, our production year looks really good and taking advantage potentially of um, some stumbling on Northern Hemisphere production, uh, where are things right now? Yeah, absolutely. You sort of get, um, a little, not certainly not sick of saying this, but we seem to be saying it a lot. Things are looking pretty good and haven't really looked much better than they're looking for for um, for the cropping industry at the moment. So we'll start with the global outlook because that really is, as always, what's driving, um, driving most of Australian prices. Um, so globally, we're obviously having a lot of uh, production downgrades from uh, Canada in particular, but also the US from that heat dome and other drought events that happened recently. So we've had a really marked uh, step back in, in, in production levels there. We've also had a lot of... Um, uh, uh, frost and winter, uh, harsh winter events for the Russian crops. So that's also caused um, fairly marked downgrades in their in their both their total crop uh, levels, but also for the um, the quality of the crop coming out of Russia in particular. So that's also offset by upgrades in uh, the outlook for the Australian crop, for the EU crop, and also for the Ukraine crop, which is looking to looking fairly good. Uh, so if we look look to see how that translates into prices, global wheat prices are currently up 43% on this time last year. Canola prices are up 78% on this time last year. And corn and feed grain and so forth is up 65% on this time last year. So that really sort of puts into perspective just how um, how much those those right backs in um, in Northern America and Russia are having are impacting the market, and how a lot of buyers are out there looking to buy at any cost. Um, so to off, to offset that, um, not surprising, this seems to happen every year. But we're forecasting record consumption uh, globally. A lot of that's coming out of an increase in residual use um, in the EU and in Russia. Um, feed grain is also being uh, uh, prices are also being supported by cuts to the forecast corn and barley crop, again, as a result of that US drought. Um, so we're looking pretty good across the board um, when it comes to, the glo to those uh, global prices. Uh, how's that translating into the Australian market? Um, so if we, again, to look at look at on a bare cost basis, so milling wheat's um, up 27% on this time last year. Canola's up 28% on this last year, and that, that's now sitting at over $800 a tonne, which is pretty wonderful um, levels. So uh, to add to that, we're looking at a so, – so far, early in the piece um, as such, but looking at a very strong harvest, not as strong as last year, not surprisingly. We can't really expect to get that every year, but certainly above – far above average – um, the early USDA reports are saying about 30 million tonnes of wheat um, for, for this Australian harvest, but, you know, you have to expect that to move around quite a bit uh, going forward. So with all of that, what, if any, are the um, black clouds on the horizon? One is a bit of a, a silver lining and, and a black cloud is the freight rates. Global freight rates have gone through the roof recently. Uh, a lot of that's because of lack of supply of um, shipping uh, going backwards and forwards. What that's while that seems like a bad thing, it's actually not not such a bad thing for Australia because it makes the Black Sea region's wheat coming into the Asian region a lot more expensive. So that's seeing a lot of the Asian buyers turn back to Australia to find their to find their wheat supply, and that has also meant that the Chinese market, which had turned away from us from for, for quite some time as a result of the the Australian China trade dispute or 
quandary. Um, China's also coming back to source their wheat supply from Australia, so that's a good thing. Perhaps the only real downside going on is, is fertiliser prices at the moment. So there's a sh been uh, a number of production shutdowns in Saudi Arabia, which have meant that fertiliser prices have gone through the roof. Uh, for many, many producers, they're saying it's just not worth buying um, fertiliser at the moment for the cost. Um, and so at a time when a lot of people would really be looking to look, put a lot of nutrients back into their soil after a good good year this year and expected good year last year and an expected good year this year, um, those fertiliser prices are looking far too expensive to do that for, for the foreseeable future. And you add to that the fact that China has recently informally suspended exports um, out of China and is focusing on uh, using their domestically produced fertiliser for local producers, it looks like that might last for some time. Yeah, the business of, um, you know, controlling inputs for self-sufficiency is interesting. And China have been a big and a probably a surprise buyer in the market for wheat, it would seem. Um, it'd be interesting to, to consider the gross margin analysis for a lot of grain growers uh, this season. Um, with really high costs, it still might um, provide an incentive um, if commodity prices are holding so true and whether there's upside in in crop failure in the Northern Hemisphere or not um, remains to be seen as well. So pretty interesting times. I, I guess it's also pretty hard to guess our own crop really. I mean, it, it, it could look better, but it could look a lot worse at this point. Um, there is so long to go though, really, um, in the season. It's probably not until we're more uh, halfway through spring that we've got a clearer idea of, of our total um, crop prediction, but pretty good times. And you would think anywhere near average yield, uh, very profitable conditions for most of our grain growers. Yeah, absolutely. It's sort of, in a strange way, it's a bit of a flip on last year with the uh, record harvest and fairly good prices. This at the moment is looking at really good prices and a fairly good crop. So it's nothing to complain about. It's a good follow-up. Um, that would probably be the main the main thing. So a couple of years in a row for a lot of grain farmers, or even three, uh, a real chance to consolidate, put some money away, um, and uh, position well for the next thing in their farm businesses. So let's hope things hold well for the grains industry for the next few months.